Welcome to episode 21 of the Clean Simple Free podcast. I'm your host, Ashley Alexia Fox. Today's episode is all about anxiety management through minimalism. As we live in a world of increased convenience, we also live in a state of constant notifications, news alerts, and communications right at our fingertips. And we can often feel pulled in a million different directions at once. Coming home after a long day, at work or school, should be a peaceful event. But when we're visually accosted by lots of physical clutter, that stress and anxiety stays with us when we're supposed to be relaxing in the comfort of our homes. This episode will focus on discussing how minimizing possessions and making personal changes can improve the overall quality of our lives. All this and more coming right up. Have anxiety. In fact, I think it's a pretty safe assumption to say almost everyone has anxiety to some degree. Every day, we have 24 hours in which we have to manage our time effectively. We have our basic needs to take care of, like cleanliness, eating, and sleeping, but we also have to work to ensure that we can afford the necessities like food and a roof over our heads. Students have studies to focus on, and those with pets or a family have to make sure that their loved ones are fed and cared for. Juggling work schedules, school schedules, appointments and errands, in addition to the basics, are all things we have to balance on a daily basis. That doesn't even account for any extras, such as hobbies, social outings, or family engagements. It's no wonder that so many of us often seem anxious or stressed out. So what does all of this have to do with minimalism? In a few words, the answer is this. If there are fewer physical obstacles surrounding you, it's easier to see your goals. Before going any further, I feel that it's necessary to say that anxiety is something you should talk to a medical professional about. Living intentionally and minimally, even if you get rid of all the excess things that you own, is no substitute for medical help. I've benefited greatly over the years from talking to my doctor and being on medication and talking to counselors or therapists. If you're feeling overwhelmed, hopeless, or a tremendous amount of anxiety, it's important that you talk to somebody about it. That's what they're there for. Moving forward, owning fewer things is absolutely key to having less mundane tasks to distract you, and simplifying your life and schedule in other ways and prioritizing what it is that you want to do with your time is very important to managing anxiety and stress. You can substitute any analogy that you wish, but imagine that you are going for a walk or a jog. Imagine you're taking a path that's littered with fallen branches, holes in the ground, rocks, and other debris along the way. It's going to be a less pleasant walk or jog than if you were to go down a neatly paved, clean and clear path. In the same way, navigating a cluttered home where things are threatening to fall out of the cabinets or your shelves are completely full are going to distract you from the things that you need to get done during your days. 
The other day, I had a really eye-opening conversation with my fiancé regarding some unfinished tasks around the house. When this conversation took place, it was one of those anxiety days where I felt cripplingly overwhelmed. Since we moved in two months ago, I've been overwhelmed by the last couple of boxes that remain unpacked. The conversation went something like this. I told him that I felt overwhelmed, and it seemed like every day I feel like I make sure that we have a healthy dinner on the table, lunch for the following day, and a clean house in like regards to loading the dishwasher and keeping the floor swept, but I felt that I just couldn't get past that certain point of simply maintaining everyday life. I told him I was feeling frustrated and stressed out because even though I try to manage my time well, I felt that I couldn't get past the daily tasks and get to the point where I was hanging our art, unpacking our decorations, and things like that. Something about me is that when I get overwhelmed, I tend to shut down and freeze. I told him that regarding the last few boxes, I didn't know what to do and I felt stuck. My fiancé said something to me that really kind of clicked a light bulb on in my head. He said, It sounds to me like you feel like you're not making any forward progress or motion, just kind of treading. And that absolutely is the case. Fortunately, he had a four-day weekend, and we were both able to make some progress on some things around the house that helped me to feel like I moved past that state of treading and actually made some forward progress. And I'll tell you some of the things that helped me personally. Hopefully you can make comparisons and connections in your own life. One of the boxes that remained unpacked was just a box filled with clothes. When we last moved, a box of hangers was mistakenly donated and I didn't have enough hangers to hang everything up in our closet. Our recycling bin was just a makeshift cardboard box that frequently overflowed because we recycle way more things than what we put into our landfill trash bin. So while I was cleaning, unpacking, and organizing, he ran to the store and he picked up a recycling can and hangers, as well as a couple of household necessities that we had been needing. Just that small action of investing in two things simplified my life so much and helped me to make that forward progress that I felt unable to complete for the past two months. So sometimes it really does take an outside perspective to help you see what you're missing and connect the dots. So don't be afraid to tell your friends or your family or your significant other about what's going on and try to see things from a different perspective. Google is also an excellent tool. You can always Google, how do I unpack? You know, I mean, even the most basic of searches can really lead you to some articles that can be beneficial in your life. We'll be right back, but now it's time for a quick break for a word from our sponsors. And welcome back to the episode. We all get the same 24 hours in a day, but depending how busy we are and how many tasks we take on, it's difficult sometimes to manage that time. Like I mentioned not making any forward progress, or at least the feeling of it, sometimes we have to prioritize what is most important to us. For me, one of those things is this podcast, 
But if you're a writer or an artist or a creative type, maybe you want to do that. Maybe you'd love to go hiking or visit with your friends more if you feel like you haven't really connected with people that you've lost touch with over the years. That can happen very easily. It's important to realize that the things we make time for are the things that are going to happen. There are certain things that we prioritize on certain days and other things that are just kind of on the back burners of our to-do lists. If I didn't prioritize this podcast, you guys would not see any episodes or hear any episodes rather. There's not a lot of money in podcasting, but I do it because I love it. So focus on what it is that you love. Take out a pen and paper and write down the things you need to do and the things that you want to do. You can also number these things in order of importance or whatever method works best for you. But find out what it is that you'd like to do, whether it's hiking or spending more time with your kids or picking up a hobby that you've always wanted to try. There is an infinite number of ways that we can spend our days. Some of them are necessities, like going to work. Some of them are just optional, but decide what it is that you want to take from your days and prioritize the most important things. As this is an intentional living podcast, I think it's important to realize your intentions. And if you would like to minimize and declutter your home, you need to prioritize that. It's always going to be a journey, but you're not always going to have to go through every single aspect of your house. Once you do it once in a big way, you can just gradually find the things that need to be decluttered from your home. And I'll give you an example. When I first moved in, I unpacked quite slowly because I was being really intentional and really purposeful about where I was placing everything, what I was keeping, and I was focusing on that so much. But when it came time to unpack the bathroom stuff, I ended up just kind of shoving everything into the one single cabinet below our bathroom sink. It was disorganized. I knew I needed to go through it, but I kept putting it off and putting it off. And because I wasn't prioritizing, it was causing my anxiety to grow exponentially over the days. I would go under the bathroom sink for a simple makeup item or to re-dye my hair. And I realized that it was just such a mess under there and that was weighing on me heavily throughout the days and contributing to my anxiety. So I decided to take everything out from underneath the bathroom sink. I ended up trashing, recycling, and donating several items. I didn't even take the time to count them and it just made life so much easier to do that. And I did the same with my kitchen sink. By just tidying up a little bit, it took all of five minutes and it just makes my life so much easier to have those places tidied. So by prioritizing things that weigh on you, that can really simplify your life. For a more fun example, I know somebody who said she always wanted to be a tea drinker. And she kept thinking, oh, I'd love to be somebody who would like to drink teas. I'd love to be someone who, you know, collects different teas. And she said that she one day had this revelation where she was just like, 
If I want to be a tea drinker, why don't I just drink my teas? I already have them, so I need to just start doing this. And she prioritized it, and she ended up replacing her morning coffee with her morning tea. So it's just a matter of putting things into perspective. And sometimes we're so anxious or so overwhelmed that we don't realize how easy it is to choose the things that matter most to us. So I've used a lot of hypotheticals and a lot of examples on prioritizing what's important and how getting rid of things can reduce your anxiety, but I want everyone to remember that the degree to which everyone handles stress is going to vary from person to person. If you've been diagnosed with an anxiety or panic disorder, you may not be able to cope as well as anyone else. If you have compounded mental health issues such as depression, even the simplest of tasks may feel insurmountable. Even the most calm, cool, and collected person you know always has days where they feel they can't cope with the pressures of everyday life. So just know that you're not alone. Anxiety is a normal, natural, and even helpful physiological response to danger. At its base level, anxiety really is what's known as the fight-or-flight response. To put it in really basic terms, when animals are in danger in the wild, they're flooded with what we would call anxiety. And this so-called danger mode that kicks on helps the animal to either flee from its predator or attack. It's often been said that stress is a great motivator because if you're stressed out on a paper that's due at school or a project that's due at work, the stress response can actually motivate you to get the project done quicker since you know the clock is ticking. However, the type of anxiety we're discussing today is the type that's really unfounded, the feeling of being unable to cope or unable to deal with things. And by eliminating all of that visual clutter from your home and being able to walk into a clean space, have a home for everything and everything in its place, and being able to go through your daily life without clutter bogging you down, it can really help on your minimalist journey and can help to minimize your anxiety. I hope this episode has helped you to realize the connection between minimizing your possessions and your anxiety at the same time. Hopefully some of these strategies will be helpful, and I do wish for all my listeners to prioritize what's most important, because we only get one shot at this lifetime, and I want you to make yours the best it can be. Thank you so much for listening. Your comments, reviews, and support mean the world to me. If you'd like to reach out, you can reach me by email at clean.simple.free at gmail.com or on Instagram at clean.simple.free. I love hearing your questions, comments, and suggestions. I'll be back again next week, but in the meantime, remember that clean spaces make for a more simple way of life, and when your life is simplified, your mind will feel free.